Let's turn this on a bit, maybe. Whoa. That was ill-advised. Okay. Well, hopefully I don't get killed by my light here, which uh, seems to be... Okay, there we go. Ah. Ah. Already six thumbs up. Hello, Jordan. And there are two comments already. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, Tarky Bear. Hello. Um, right. Sorry I'm a little bit late. It's sort of crazy days these days. And uh, nights too, as uh, without wanting to steal from crazy days and nights. Entertainment boy. Vagrant Theta. Oh, it's actually a bit hot in here, so. You're getting half-naked Kurgan tonight. No. Right, I wanted to discuss very briefly, so probably under three hours, um, a little bit the concept of sin in general, sins, um, and also, you know, hidden truth and, um, and clarity, hidden truth and clarity of thought, which are very much a Catholic thing. Uh, as a little bit of a background, especially if you're not a Catholic yet, you need to sort of begin to become aware of just how treacherous the world is and how filled with absolute lies. Now, I've always been a relatively cynical person in, in the sense, not that I'm actually a cynic, but I do believe I've got very good powers of observation. And that, hello, Woolly Ram. And that invariably leads you to see just how corrupt humans are, how petty, how stupid, how dumb, how corrupt, and how many lies inhabit you know, the world we live in. But I have been utterly shocked, um, and I'm not easily shocked, but first of you know, my, my first obviously biggest shock was discovering God exists and is love and that was completely you know flipped me upside down it was sort of like oh well I was just wrong about everything for you know 43 years <laughs> great <laughs> um <laughs> e scorpio the chief gamma says you rang <laughs> i think i must be one of the only like gamma killers that that has gamma gamma followers but uh yeah he's welcome he, he behaves so that's fine um yeah so the first thing that surprised me was you know that god exists and how far from what i thought was reality that is that was the biggest shock of course but then as i started to um experience that and, and live through it and sort of understand how prayer works that sort of stuff I um, I got to figure out that the level of deception that we live under is is quite astonishing and it's a lot more than I ever thought I mean keep in mind I wrote the book the face of Mars when I was 26 which basically if you read that book it, it 
it has the premise that not only are we lied to, but also the level of ignorance and deception. Uh, aside from the deception, there is also a level of what I would call, you know, human lack of evolution. So it's like we think we are the most evolved humans ever, and in reality, you know, we're barely out of having learned how to use fire. So in my mind, even at age 26, the, there was a huge level of deception in how the world was really run, anti-gravity technology being a thing, and most people not even realizing it exists, never mind that it's being used currently. So already I had a pretty huge way of seeing the world as, as completely dis deceitful. But um, when I started to really look at things from a, a Catholic or Christian perspective, I, um, I became aware that the level of deception is magnitudes bigger than I ever imagined. Uh, to the point that we ourselves become deceivers without even realizing and without even knowing it. Hello, dances with Logos. The high priestess is in the house. Um, oh, and apparently she's driving in snow, so try not to crash. That would be bad. Um, so the, the point is that, you know, I, I'll, I'll share a little conversation I had with my wife yesterday, which... There are sort of pretty big things happening in our lives, which um, I don't talk about much because of a series of things, but there is a small Catholic, hardcore Catholic community that I'm busy trying to create and put together. Um, there's also been quite a lot of really cool stuff happening in our personal lives and that my daughter from Brazil is now here in the UK and uh, she's going to be spending Christmas with us and everything, so that's all good. And all of that, by the way, came about as a result of um, complete and utter and only divine intervention, because all human things uh, to resolve that situation had completely failed. And only when they had completely failed and there was absolutely nothing left to do from a human perspective, was I then able to pray properly. Now, I pray daily about this thing, but... You know, if you pray with fear, it is my opinion that that doesn't work. And of course, when it comes to your kids, it's very difficult to not have fear until, you know, there's no option left. And then, well, I wasn't afraid anymore because all the worst that could have happened had already happened. And then I could play properly. And after that, you know, after I could play properly, within two days, I had a contact from the ex-wife that I hadn't had any contact for five years. And uh, it's all been pretty, pretty good since then. I mean... Uh, you know, she came here, was very amicable, everything seems to be good. So um, that was a complete <laughs> radical shift. Um, and, you know, like I said, that was due to prayer. But the reason that I was mentioning, uh, you know, these big movements and stuff is because a lot of stuff going on, it's very difficult. I've been having very long days, and so, so does she, you know, because she's looking after three kids on, on her own and, you know, very little help. So it's tough, um, but, you know, there's, uh, my father has recently bought a property which I'm helping him out with, so there's just a lot of paperwork, a lot of weird stuff, and in, in all of that, 
you know, what, what I had the discussion I had with my wife was like, well, you know, we're bitching and moaning, but really we're just lazy fucks, you know, because, you know, keep in mind that we've had this conversation before. I said, you know, we, should, we shouldn't bitch at all. I mean, like there, there was people that had like 12 kids when there was no like, you know, running water and electricity. And, uh, you know, so I mean, they, these people used to like just work the fields and just spend all day at home with their kids, which was a good thing, you know, because I'm spending a lot of time outside of the house. I don't like it. I'm trying to find a way to like spend more time, you know, with my family and that. And, um, and she said, well, yeah, but those people used to work their ass off. And, you know, imagine if you, if you had to till the land, you're not a young man, you know, you're in your 50s. I was like, so fucking what? You know, we've got running water, indoor plumbing, electricity, tractors, all sorts of shit. If I had to till the land, I'd be fine. And she's like, yeah, well, you're not a young man. I was like, first of all, <laughs> you can't keep up with me physically right now, so, you know chill. Second, you know, De Valette was standing on the walls of one of the forts at Malta, swinging his two-handed at infidels, and he was 71. If he can do that shit, you're telling me that I can't till a field with tractors and electricity? Well, no, fuck that, you know. If we had a farm, I'd be fine. We'd be fine. I'm not saying I wouldn't have to work my ass off, but, you know, we'd all be in the same place. It would be pretty cool. Could look after the kids. We had a nice big fat garden or whatever. And she was like, well, you know, and, and, and I said, well, you know, the only reason that we're bitching and moaning or that we think it's hard is because we're just lazy cunts. And she was like, well, I don't feel like a lazy cunt. And I was like, well, that's because you are and selfish too. <laughs> to which she said, well, thank you so much, husband, after a long day at work, you know, looking after the kids all day, it's just what I want to hear. To which, of course, I, I said, you're, you're welcome, my darling wife. Now the fuck's dinner? <laughs> and, you know, we did laugh about it. But the fact is that although it was, you know, joking and that, it's also the truth. And, you know, and I realized that that applies to me too. I'm also a lazy fuck because I'm whining and bitching about 13-hour work days or whatever. But is that so tough, <laughs> you know? You've got mobile phones, you've got, again, electricity, indoor plumbing, heating, you know, all that shit. So it's like, it's not that things are that hard, it's that we are weak and lazy. So that's sloth. Now, and you know, I never worried about the sin of sloth much because I've, I've never been a lazy guy. Um... I can take my time doing shit or, you know, I, I, I'm absolutely able to relax and, and take my free time to enjoy myself or do other things. But I'm not lazy per se. I've never been lazy. And yet I realized that by the standards of a 13th century monk or Catholic father of four, I am compared to what those guys had to do to have a good life and live well and be happy and, and also take time with their kids and all that, you know, we're all lazy fucks. So there is that. So the level of corruption, even that you don't realize, and, you know, I'm talking about a sin that I didn't even really thought applied to me. You know, the sins that applied to me are more like lust, rage, whatever. Um, those are the, the easy, you know, I've, I've never, of the seven sins, let's see, greed, never really been a thing, gluttony, 
never really been a thing. I mean, I can pick out on something, but I can also just completely drop it and not touch it again for months. Um, what is it? Greed, gluttony, uh, sloth, envy has never been a thing. You know, like jealousy, envy, that stuff. I've never, it's never been a thing for me. I, I don't process the world that way at all. So that really is, I don't think, anything I suffer from very much at all. Um, you know, anger. Again, it depends what type of anger, right? Because righteous anger is fine. It's related to justice, but it's very easy to go outside the lines. So that, yeah, last certainly. Um, and again, deviative, you know, not, not an intentional necessary, but it's sort of like, oh, that's fun. Oh, that's that's cool. It's it's all right to do that. Everybody does that. And you don't realize, you know, I, I realized when I read Ephesians how far I've gone astray. And so here's the thing. We are immersed in sin on a world that is completely deceptive and filled with lies. And everything that you think is true is probably not. And most of it is inverted. And you yourself are so corrupt, you don't even realize that, you, you know, you're like a fish that is adapted to swimming in sewage. And so while all that is going on, the truth, the light, and the way is right in front of you and so well hidden because it is right in front of you and it's been perverted. It's been overtaken. It's been covered over by the Novus Orkins. Because if you look at Catholic thought and you look at Catholic thinking and you look at actual Catholic dogma, not Novus Orco dogma that they pretend that the Vatican two guys spew out like this just pablium of bullshit. But if you actually go and read the canon law of 1917, if you go and read the, the, the history of the Catechism of Trent, the history of actual Catholicism, you start to find a beauty of logic, of rigorous reason, you know, and... I'm the first to admit that if you told me that Catholicism was rigorously uh, logical and reasonable, you know, if you told me that 15 years ago or something, I would have laughed in your face. And that's because the only Catholicism I knew was the one of the Bergoglian, you know, heresy, the Ratzingers and the, 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 the Wojtslas of the world. But if you actually, and it's not that hard to find, you know, like go to a set of privationist church, look at a set of privationist website, download some stuff, read some things. A lot of the PDFs are free and whatever. You find a truth, a clarity of thought that is so rare and so um, clear and clean that at first you might not even recognize it. It's so surprising and it's so different that you might just gloss over it and think, oh, it's just words. But if you pay attention for a minute, you start to realize just how deep the stuff is. Hello, Todd. Still waiting for the book cover. No, not the cover. I was the one that delayed the cover. Not the insides, dude. you, you got to fix that shit. <laughs> so, um, so that's that's the thing that, that is really... It's really difficult to get across to somebody who hasn't experienced it because it's so out of this world that you just... You know, if you haven't had those experiences, you just think, oh, it's just some random bald guy talking on the internet. And um, so, yeah, that's that's the thing. But th that's why I encourage people go and see, you know, a proper mass. And there's a guy that emailed me uh, a day or two ago, which um, 
you know, I'm, I'm probably going to have a conversation with him on Sunday. Is uh, he he wrote to me very kindly to say, look, you were a huge influence on me becoming baptized, and I have now have been become baptized thanks to you know reading also your stuff and and reading your books and listening to you and so on. And I have to admit that going to the Latin Mass and everything, everything that you said about what that experience would be like and what it would lead to was absolutely true. Now, the interesting thing is that this guy, um, I don't think, I think, you know, he, he's got a video channel, which I can't remember. It's like TVLC, I think. Uh, if I remember, I'll put the link below once I'm done, if I recall, if I remember, which I might not. But... Um, but I listened to one of his uh, stream, one, one of his videos, and he explains how he became a Catholic, and it's through hard, hardcore logic. I mean, this guy studied philosophy, proper philosophy, studied it properly, because philosophy nowadays is just your opinion. You know, he actually studied philosophy as it was meant to be studied and as it was meant to be taught, which is essentially logic and thinking about the world and life, the natural universe. And he thought himself pretty much into Catholicism to, to a great degree, which is astonishing to me because, you know, I'm a pretty logical guy, but I just hadn't had the patience, perhaps, or the inclination. Um, although I was very curious, I've always been very curious, but I was so turned off by the negative fake church that pertains to be the Catholic Church, that I wanted nothing to do with them. And that is the power that they have over you. You see, they they pretend they are the, they are the imposters, and they do such a good job of being scummy pedophiles, because they are, that instinctively any half-honest human being wants nothing to do with them. You know, and that's um, that's a very important point for somebody who doesn't know these things to, to find out. Now, Wooly Ram just made a comment here that is excellent. The debate between uh, Father, inverted commas, Jenkins, and Father Chikada. Now, Father Chikada passed away not too long ago, but uh, the debate's still on, on YouTube. I think it's 16 little videos. Is a good demonstration for what Catholic clarity sounds like. And it is, because you've got a grabbly, lying little gamma on one side, sniveling, lying, toadying, and you've got Father Chikada on the other one, which leads me directly into my The Gammas. So on Social Galactic, some foolish fool decided to take issue with one of the other Social Galactic guys who basically said, you don't need to listen to too much, you know, to, to, this, to do a witch test on Owen, Owen Benjamin, to figure out that, you know, what his beliefs are concerning Jesus. And he made a couple of comments that, you know, that that uh, that Owen made, which are clearly heretic. Now, as you know, the heretic Owen Benjamin has been judged here on this channel by yours truly, the Grand Inquisitor, wearing the correct hat and everything. And um, you know, he's found to be a heretic who shall should self-immolate by uh, uh, drinking seven liters of turpentine, swallowing one peptobismol, and lighting his ass farts on fire so that he rocket shoots all the way to the moon, so that when he crash lands into it, his soul recognizes that the moon is real. That was the judgment passed on him here, on this very channel. And, um, um, you know, so he is a complete heretic. And this guy tried to defend the thing, and, you know, quite a lot of people on social media are like, what are you talking about, dude? That's just outright blasphemy. Um, 
and you know, I made a comment, something to the effect of, you know, a heretic is a heretic, and heresy is heresy, and doesn't matter what they might have thought trying to mean. Doesn't matter. Doesn't mean they don't get burnt at the stake. And so he lost his shit, and he went on a full gamma thing. And uh, thanks to some weaponized autists in the rank of the immortals, everything was screen captured. And this guy was such a sniveling little typical example of a gamma, you know, trying to use deceit and so on. Now, in the book, the Reclaiming the Catholic Church, I describe the modus operandi of these people, and I, and I clarify exactly how they tend to operate and lie and deceive. And it's very instructive, you know, it's very useful to learn to spot these lies. So what I did on my blog, gfilotta.com, just go there, you'll see that there's beating dead horses. And that was yesterday's post. And it's, you know, it's pretty long because all the screen caps are there with my comments in between to make it a bit more entertaining. And you can see the nature of this guy. You know, he just outright lies and then pretends to be the victim. Um, and then I said, no, no, I'm going to put all that shit on the blog. So I let him know that that was happening. And so what did he do today? Today he, he starts, <laughs> he started, um, doing more gamma comments without referring to me at all. And the hypocrisy of it is quite, is quite funny, actually. So, of course, the weaponized autists were like, yep, we captured all of this again in case you want to do another blog post. I mean, I felt, you know, I kind of had to. I mean, I, I can't leave my guys down like that when they go through all the trouble. So, second post is up because, you know, gammas are relentless in their, in their gamma tube. Uh, but there is something that can stop a gamma, and that is outright relentless confrontation. Now, it's harder to do online because, you know, these people often live in their basement and have got no day jobs and so on, so they've got more time. But, um, you know, in person, it's instant. A gamma says, hey, but actually, and you're like, are you being disrespectful? Because I will slap your face right now. I don't care in front of everybody. I don't care if I end up in jail. I will knock your fucking teeth out if you're not going to be respectful. All of a sudden, they, they know manners. They know etiquette. It's, it's amazing. But online, you know, they're very brave behind the screen. So in order to beat down a gamma online, you have to publicly humiliate them and be completely relentless and never, ever, ever, ever stop. And it takes a particular kind of mindset to do that. And of course, the gammas, E-Scorpio will confirm this, I'm sure, in the next comment, will say that that sort of behavior is gamma behavior. And, and they will accuse you of being a gamma too, which is, you know, typical of, the, of their kind. But there is a difference, you see. We do these things to, to help others, to entertain ourselves and others. You know, there, there is an element of enjoyment in beating down a gamma. Um, because they're liars, and they essentially pollute the, the atmosphere with their intrinsic deception, intrinsic lying, intrinsic sniveling, intrinsic genetic sort of uh, whining, and, and essential dishonesty. You know, it's, it's not a good thing. It, it really isn't. And you should never have mercy on them, and you should never, ever, ever stop. If you can possibly carry on stomping them into the ground until all sunlight has burnt them out of them. Um, ben Evans says that omegas fear sunlight, gammas are destroyed by it. Omegas can even heal through sunlight, because they, they can be so... Um, 
almost emotionless and to a certain extent almost fearless of their own pain because they're so used to it that they can occasionally learn from it and become and become better um oh it's a guy called uh, i doubt you know him because he's a full-on bear protector of owen benjamin even though owen's got an account in social galactic and speak for himself um what's it called barometer that's his name you know, on social galactic i don't know who he is i don't care i'm not gonna but now, since we're talking of sin, I'm going to do something that Russian ex-girlfriend told me about. You'll notice good cognac, ice, which is heresy, and lemon, which is either heresy or possibly holy saintly stuff that fixes putting cognac on top of ice. See, the Russians like to have cognac with a slice of lemon. Something I personally have never done because I thought it was heresy of the highest order. But never let it be said that the Kurgan doesn't test out his theories. So here we go. I'll let you know how bad this is. Hmm. It's actually surprisingly good. That's the thing with Russians, you never know might stab you in the chest or defend you from all sorts of evil. Right, let's see TVCL, by the way, that's the, um, that's the guy's YouTube channel, TVCL. Let's see if you guys have any comments that I need to address. Um, let's see. Thank you, Bully Ram. I appreciate your, uh, your wishes for a Merry Christmas. And yes, I'm, I'm sure it will be great. <laughs> you see, you see the nature of the self-deception. Wooly Ram understands. He says, I prefer energy conservationist to lazy fox. <laughs> yes. No, I'm, I'm afraid, Wooly, that, you know, lazy fox is what we are. <laughs> that's that's the truth of the matter. You you can have no mercy for yourself either, my friend. That's the only way to to the truth. Indeed. Oh, the last true gale says bought your book. Excellent stuff. Thank you. Keep the good work up. Book is in the smaller ninety-page book on Catholicism. Well, you, you're most welcome, and thank you for that. Um, if you want a bit more meat on the bones, you, you really should go for um, Reclaiming the Catholic Church. That has all the details. It's written in the same style, so I'm told that's uh, not a boring old tome either. A vagrant Tita says, 13-plus-hour workdays help to remove ego. Now, my ego was removed long ago, mate. I grew up in a way that uh, didn't allow for much of it, and then I did martial arts since I was a, a little kid, and um, that got rid of most any other, uh, let's say a good chunk of it, really biggest part of it got knocked out by that, and then of course uh, discovering God is real, there's a whole other reality above this one um, that definitely <laughs> makes you feel like, oh, you know. I, I cannot express in a way that anybody can understand what, what it feels like to realize with absolute certainty 
that you were completely, totally, and utterly wrong about the deepest aspects of life, <laughs> you know, <laughs> in its totality. I, I can't describe to you <laughs> what an effect that has on your ego, but let's say that the way I curb stomp gammas is a kindness of a million times <laughs> lower intensity than, you know, feeling like a complete idiot because you got it all wrong. Let's see. Irish Pisano says, any path that works is demonized. Indeed, absolutely. Like, for example, the, um, the what do you call it? The, 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 well, the, the, the process to heal gays, right? To make gays get straight again, because... As we all know, uh, the, the, the relationship between uh, child sexual abuse and homosexuality is massive. Um, the relationship between homosexuals and pedophiles is massive. And, you know, there are ways that you can fix the kind of wiring that, that's been badly wired because of abuse, essentially. And a brilliant book that explains the neurology behind it is uh, called The Mean by a guy called Simeon, it was written in 1905, translated into English, I think, in 1915, plagiarized by uh, Dick Dawkins uh, more recently. And um, But the, the original book is far superior to anything that Dawkins will ever put together in his entire life, even if you combine it all. Um, brilliant book that explains uh, the concept of how you can change the nervous system of a person. And uh, so, you know, being having studied that sort of stuff for many years and also having done hypnosis for many years and so on, there are definite ways to help heal people that have unwanted or unhealthy um, sexual proclivities. And they're now trying to ban the, um, you know, the, the fixing of sexual proclivities that uh, use your your butthole as an entrance instead of an exit and as as one guy that i know put it it's like yeah one of the gay leaders of whatever i don't know maybe a magazine or some movement you know they've got all these these lgbt things he said that um i forget the name there's an official name for this uh, process of you know, helping gay people that don't no longer want to be gay, which, by the way, there's a lot of them, and uh, they've started trying to mobilize, you know, they've they started trying to say, hey, stop trying to hide us, stop trying to say that you're born gay, because I wasn't, and then I went back, and, you know, I'm now straight, and it's really helped me, and my life's a lot better. So they're starting to organize and fight back towards the gays, because if you're gay, and you stop being gay, you become demonized by all the gays they they hate ex-gays more than anything because it puts the lie to the fact that oh we we are just what we are um anyway like one one of these guys one of these gay guys apparently said oh no it definitely caused harm this you know this healing process was absolutely damaging and there's a guy i know that said so wait that was damaging but the thousand guys he had up his ass that that wasn't <laughs> pretty graphic but, you know, fair. Um, 
Irish Pisano says, Owen wanted to know who Jesus prayed to if Jesus is God. The Trinity is a difficult concept to a logical mind. Yeah, Owen doesn't have a logical bone in his fucking body, so I guess he would be confused. Um, you know, when you think that the moon is not real and it's a lamp and shit like that, the earth is flat, you know, please. Um, at Ben Evans says the same should be said for showers and cyclone B. I'm not sure exactly what that relates to. Sylvester says Merry Christmas evening and Merry Christmas to all of you, by the way. Oh, David Perkins uh, agrees with what I just said. Owen Benjamin does not have a logical mind. The flat earth cheese moon tangent should have sufficed to show that. Well, there you go. I hadn't read his comment, but yep, spot on. <laughs> um, Sylvester says, any thoughts on Kadachnikov's Systema? I can't recall anything in your Systema book. No, I didn't write anything on Kadachnikov's Systema because I didn't train uh, Kadachnikov's Systema. I have seen it. It looks viciously effective. Um, it is a slightly different take on, on the Systema that I was trained by because the Kadachnikov Systema has almost like a... Should we say an engineer's approach to it, while uh, Ryabko Sistema has got an artist's approach to it. Um, generally speaking, the artist's approach works better for those people that are instinctive. And I am, despite the fact that I'm a very logical person, my fundamental root instinct is instinctive. It's it's an instinctual thing. Um, so I struggled initially because I did a lot of karate, which is very formal and is very, uh, engineering, if you like. So I had a lot of that baggage to sort of try and morph and develop and, and work around. Uh, and that took a little bit of time, but, um, um, yeah, you know, whatever you got, whatever, if you look, it's really easy. If you go, go train with, with people. If you can find a system of practitioner, go train with them. And then if they can kick your ass, learn and stay there until you can kick their ass or, you know, you learn what you need to learn. Um, and if you can't find a system, thing, read the book, use the book and go and train with other martial arts, you know, and just try and apply the system of principles. That's why the book was written, because there's not a lot of system of people in the world. It's a little bit like they're claiming the Catholic Church, not a lot of sedeprivationists in the world. We are a small group, and Sistema said the privationists, an even tinier group. I think I might as well be the leader of those guys. Not because I'm the best Sistema guy in the world, and not because I'm the best Catholic in the world. Just because there's so few people that are both, <laughs> that I'm probably one of the top guys. What's a good book on Wonder Waffen that you can recommend? Just see my last video. I, I showed a couple of books on that. So uh, Magnus Maximus, just read the last the last book. The, the, uh, just see the last video I did. I showed a couple of titles. I can't remember them now. I think one is called Dark Star by a guy called Stephen something. Uh, stuff that Joseph P. Farrell has written. Uh, the Nazi Bell being a case in point. Also, what can I say about Operation Gladio? I talk about Operation Gladio in my book. Uh, and there's comments there and research there. 
that uh, hasn't really been explained to anybody before, but essentially Operation Gladio was um, was a false flag. The number of X-gays is infinitely greater than current gays. It's the equivalent phenomenon of the avalanche of apostasy afflicting Islam now. Well, good. And they should be more vociferous. Now, I understand there's a lot of shame attached to people who have been gay and have stopped being gay. And I understand that, you know, and they, they want to maybe just keep quiet and be private. But, um, you know, it's important that people know the truth. So those who can, you know, there's a, there's a guy called Cy Rogers. And I watched a two-hour video that he did on YouTube. This was years ago. I've seen it years ago. Um, and he testifies to, you know, being gay and then being helped to stop being gay through church. And, you know, a, a gentleman that helped him being his friend and like took him out to lunch, spent time with him. And he, at one point he said, you know, I told this guy, I said, look, do you realize that not only, you know, I look gay, I act gay, I can't help what I look like or act like. And you do realize that, you know, you're a family church guy and you were having lunch with me on a regular basis you know people are going to start thinking that 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 you're gay that you want to hang out with me you know and uh and the gentleman from church said i don't give a crap what other people think you're my friend and i'm here you know to to support you to be your to be your buddy you're you're trying to understand different things be a different person and you know i'd like to support you with that and that's that's a good man you know and, and it's absolutely true you know an honest Christian doesn't give a fuck what anybody else thinks about them because they know what they are. Do you think Dawkins is historically ignorant and or just a liar? Um, he's a bit of both. I do believe he's a plagiarist. I am, and the reason I say that is because he's, um, what do you call it, when, when you're, uh, when you're, trying to be an academic, you, you've got a guy over you, right? You've got like a, a professor that sort of looks after you. I, for, I forget the official name. Anyway, his guy doing that was intimately familiar with Simeon's work. And the meme that, um, that Dawkins wrote, he wrote a book, something like The Selfish Meme or something like that, right? It, it's essentially plagiarizing certain concepts from the meme but he does a shitty job is it's a bit like um what's that guy graham hand on his cock you know graham hancock uh, and you know he plagiarized my face on mars book he admitted it to me face to face so you know it's not i'm just not making shit up but he's a journalist and not only did he he plagiarize elements of my, of my book flat out and he still gets it wrong you know he You've got the answer in front of you, you steal it, and you still fuck it up. And that's basically what Dawkins has done. Dawkins is a midwit. You know, he's a typical midwit who thinks he's smarter than what he is. They, I mean, they call themselves the brights, you know? Fucking morons. Dawkins has probably got 120 IQ, if that. Maybe 130 tops. So, you know, a guy like me can run fucking circles around him without him even realizing he's being, you know, that he's... There are circles being run around him. And uh, it's just a lot of posturing. I mean, he says shit that just, you know, he invalidates his own his own philosophy. Um, and he's slowly starting to realize that, I mean, he's on record as saying that, like, oh, well, Christian values actually are, are kind of a better way of 
living. <laughs> well, you know, he's, he's just, yeah. Sylvester Rapp is enjoying the Owen roasting. It's not even roasting, it's just an observation, you know. Irish Pisano says, what medical system do Christians use? Whatever works, dude. And Scorpio says, there can be only one. I don't know if he's referring to me or, or himself as the chief of gammas. And Sylvester says, yes, I've been watching your videos, training and looking around. Good. That's excellent. Well done. Keep, keep it up. Remember that the most important point of martial arts that almost everybody fails to understand, which, by the way, is also the most important point when you're facing bureaucracy or difficulty or really any kind of adversity, is simply this. Do not give up. You can change your point of attack. You can change your approach. You can wait and recover. You can go back another day. You can dig under the problem, go around it, go over it, go sideways, go through it. But never, ever give up. You know, in a fight, if you give up, you lose. And if it's a bad fight and you give up, you die. So why give up? If you're not dead, keep fighting. Now, you might have to change. You might have to be smart. You might have to pretend to be dead. Whatever you need to do to win, man, you know, that's the most important point. The biggest fighting muscle is your brain, and it's your mindset. It's how you are able, if you've got steel in there, then you're a fighter. Even if you've got shit training, even if you've got no training, there are people that have the right attitude that I would rather have beside me, because you can always teach a guy how to shoot a gun. You can always teach a guy how to punch. You know, you can learn how to throw an axe or a stone or whatever. You can learn all that shit. But the intrinsic mindset to carry on going when all is lost, or as the Catholics say, nec spe, nec metu. See that? Nec spe, nec metu. Without hope and without fear. That is how a Catholic fights. And that is how really a man fights. I have been in situations long before I was any kind of a Christian or even remotely thinking of being a Christian, where I have been in situations where I had no hope of winning and I had no fear either. I was bleeding, broken, but I was still conscious. So fuck you, I'm going to keep going. And there genuinely was not any fear in me. The fear would be before that kind of situation came up, sometimes after, because it's like, fuck, I survived that, and who knows what's coming next, you know? But in the moment, nah, no fear, no hope, but no fear also. And, you know, the thing is, if you're fighting a guy who's got no hope and no fear, the only way you're going to win is if you fucking kill him, if you get rid of him. There is nothing else that will stop him. That's a powerful force, you know, that, that's, that's a tough thing to face. And unless you're the kind of guy who also has nothing to lose and has got no fear and hope, you know, it's like, yeah, do I really need to be doing this, you know? So, 
And Sylvester says, I'm showing up to Katajnikov classes. No one is showing up due to Corona Chan. So I've got private lessons from two Russian guys. Yeah, Russian guys won't give a shit about Corona. I can confirm they can destroy me. Right. So keep training with them. Learn. You know, it doesn't fucking matter what you call it, right? It doesn't matter if like, oh, it's a Wu Chang Chu, you know, it doesn't matter. Can you kick your ass? If you can kick your ass, then learn, learn, learn from everybody. You can learn from everyone, you know. You can learn from a little kid. And Wooly Ram says, I've got 132 IQ. I find Dawkins to be gray and dull. He is. He is gray and dull. He's unimaginative. He's, he lacks imagination. And that's, you know, that's not a sign of intelligence. But, okay. I've been going for 44 minutes. Oh, we're still under an hour. It's practically just a few seconds then. <laughs> Okay, if any of you have got any little questions, fire up. I actually have a question for the Gamma Chief Scorpio, if he's, if he's still here and listening. I'd like to know, Mr. Scorpio, what do you think? I know that you're a lapsed Catholic, you know, a sort of a Novus Orco half non-follower. Have you got any comments on truth, courage, beauty, and honor? Do you not respect such things? Do you not like such things? Do you believe that they're just fake? I'm, um, I'm curious. Good. Good, Sylvester. Don't. You know, regardless of whether you believe, don't believe, whether you're Christian or whatever else, here's the thing. I'm 51. I've got good genes. Some of my relatives lasted to 104, 105. I like to think I can maybe do better. But in all likelihood, 60, 65 years from now, none of the things that are troubling me now will be troubling me at all. And for everyone in this chat, assuming the youngest among you is 16, 90 years from now, nothing of the things that trouble you now will trouble you then. So, that being the case, why the fuck should you ever give up about anything? David Perkins. Doctor, my butt hurts right by the entrance. Doctor replies. Well, as long as you're calling it an entrance, it's going to hurt. <laughs> you know, David, the, the hilarious thing I heard that joke the very first time two days ago at work. One of the guys at work. That's, that's a funny, it's a beautiful joke. And E. Scorpio says, do I believe in Christian virtue? Absolutely. But then, but then, Mr. Scorpio, I have to ask, if you do absolutely believe in Christian virtue, then you agree that gossip is wrong. You agree that Essentially, gamma-like behavior is bad. And you must agree that courage, honor, and uh, respect, duty, these kind of things, they're all important. So I'm, I'm very curious. You see, you're a, you're, a curious, you're a curious beast, Mr. Scorpio. And I'm a curious man. So I'm, I'm, I'm curious as to why you would be the gamma in chief of the gamma hive. I'm just 
you know, you, you're an interesting guy. I know you've got daughters, and uh, I don't know this because I, you know, I don't know you. But it, if I had to guess, I would guess that you're a devoted father and probably quite a good dad. I would guess that you try to um, have fun with your daughters and probably make them laugh quite a lot. That's my guess. Um, so I'm, I'm curious as to, as to what motivates you to, to be such a gamma in, in, in other instances. It's, um, it's fascinating, you know. Not all the things I'm curious about are necessarily important or, or have earth-shattering conclusions. I, I get curious about all sorts of weird shit. You believe in the C-virus. Yes, of course, the C-virus is a genetically engineered uh, weapon. There are different strains of it. Uh, the strain that was released is a relatively weak one. There is a much more virulent and deadly one, which they might well release soon to, uh, you know, do the second wave. Michael Peckar, he's a spy. I don't know who you're referring to. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure who Michael Peckar is referring to, but... Maybe he's talking about Escorpio. No, Escorpio is a... Yes, he's a, he's a gamma, so of course he's a spy, but he's, he's a welcome spy, you know, he's... A, as long as he behaves, he, he can stay. I don't care really who you are. If you're on the stream and you don't don't act like a gamma on the stream, you, you won't be banned. You know, it's fine. I gotta say, Russian girl was right. Hmm. It tastes very good. I need to go get some more ice if I'm gonna have another cognac with lemon, though. Okay, boys and girls, although I think you're mostly boys, a couple maybe of you some confused ones. Mr. Cooper Bear says, just received your Systema book, can't wait to start reading it. Well, thank you very much. I'm, I'm glad you uh, are excited about it. And, you know, um, the thing, there's also the videos, and you, you really should watch the videos together with the book to, to understand a little bit better, because some, some people are more visual, you know. So it helps, but um, yeah. The masks make gammas in real life. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I absolutely hate the masks. I, I don't I don't wear them. I don't I've never worn a mask. I, wore, I think I wore one for maybe two or three days just at the beginning or didn't know what was going on, whatever. But the, the masks are a complete idiocy. They're absolutely a tool of um, submission. And uh, it is uh, that's their purpose, that's the only purpose, they serve no other purpose, and it's astonishing to me how quickly and how sort of pretty permanently people are like, oh, we're just going to wear a mask. I mean, you can't see people's faces, you're going to shop and it's like, you know, you can't see a pretty girl, you can't see an ugly girl, it's like, it's just really wrong and sad, and I don't want my children growing up in that kind of world, so that means I've got to change the world. And I'm going to start my little corner of it and uh, spread it out. You know, Italy is a, not a bad place to, to, to begin that because um, there are towns in Italy that have basically said, fuck you, we're not listening to anything, we're just going to carry on as normal, the whole town. 
all the bars are open, all the restaurants are open, people don't wear the masks, and they just carry on as normal and fuck the rest of the world. And that's exactly the way to go, which is why I've been saying, you know, I've said this from, I don't know, six, seven, eight years ago. City-states are the most natural, evolved state of human beings, and that's what it should return to. E. Scorpio says, I think my answer is similar to yours. My interest in gamma activities is not necessarily earth-shattering. I get that. You know, I, I get that sense from you, having spoken to you a little bit, uh, having had you on the chat. I think you find it mostly as entertainment. Um, well, I suppose if I was going to make a parallel, I suppose doing what you do is a little bit like somebody who like just watches porn regularly. You know, it's like, you know, it's kind of wrong, but you're kind of addicted to it and you don't really see the harm. Although, you know, in some cases, I suppose there, there is some harm being done. And there are people that really invest in it so much that I think it is unhealthy. But um, I kind of get it. But I'm thinking over time, as you age, do you not want to engage in a better form of communication? Part of the reason I really like Social Galactic is the clean speech thing, which almost everybody, certainly most of the ilk, I don't know, any other, maybe one or two of the ilk that are agree, sort of don't disagree vehemently with the whole clean speech thing on Social Galactic. But the thing is that the fact of having clean speech doesn't you know foster a better quality of, of conversation it just does um so simon the amputee what the hell happened to you dude we were supposed to have a stream you're supposed to ping me an email and then you just you know i don't know maybe you lost your fucking vocal cords instead of your legs or something you know man up dude you know, send me that email we're gonna do a stream because i like your attitude about you know calling yourself Simon the Cripple or whatever it was. It's, uh, it's, it's a good, I like that. It's, it's, it's a manly way to face life. So I did want to do a stream with you. So ping me that email, man. Did you ever see those videos of people dropping dead in China during the beginning of the pandemic? What was that all about? There may well be different strains. Um, now, initially, when everybody was blaming China, I wasn't I, because... I've been following another uh, link to it. So Bill Gates, through the Bright, Perbright Institute, created some of these uh, coronaviruses. And we know for a fact that in a diplomatic bag, one of the Canadian agents um, delivered the stuff to Wuhan, and he was caught by the Chinese. We also know that a lady that worked in Wuhan Chinese lab where this virus was developed, uh, dropped a block of ice on the Wuhan, um, near the Wuhan um, train station uh, air conditioning units. Um, this was because the, the, the servers of the lab and whatever were hacked and people, you know, from Anonymous, whatever, released all this stuff on the internet all over the place. So my initial thing was like, yeah, I didn't start, you know, it's got nothing to do with the Chinese. But thinking about it now, now that we know about the Dominion stuff, now that we know about Biden Hunter and how completely bought, sold and paid for the whole of the Democratic Party in the USA is by the Chinese government. When you understand that 5G is a Chinese technology, 
that is being shoved all over the world in Afghanistan, you've got better internet than you have here in London or in Europe. Why? Because Huawei, you know, which is essentially a government type of technology company, Chinese technology company, did it for free. Now, why the fuck would they give that for free? In China, when you go outside of your house, you don't even have to say anything. There's the Uber that you use waiting to pick you up to take you to your work, and they know when you have your lunch break. And if you drop, like, you know, this was four or five years ago already, as an army general that said, look, we've got to do something to stop this shit because we're getting this technology embedded in our devices, and it's all Chinese, and they're controlling their own people like robots, and that's what's coming next. So the idea that the Chinese Communist Party would kill off a couple of million of their own people just to, like, you know, set the scene, absolutely completely 100% possible. So it may very well be that it originated in China. And there are so many moving parts and there are so many, you know, satanic players into this. I mean, the Chinese are a godless bug people who will do anything for money and power. Bill Gates and people like that, ditto, uh, satanic scumbags that I I do believe actually literally worship Satan. I, I do believe that that is very, very likely. Um, and I do believe the whole adrenochrome stuff that they eat children and shit like that. And I, I don't believe that any of that is uh, unlikely, especially when you consider the relationship that Bill Gates had with Epstein. And most people don't know this, but after Epstein was convicted, he couldn't really donate money easily to his so-called charities. So Billy did it in his stead. And as Maybe some of you know, Epstein had this plan uh, to have a ranch. I can't remember if it was New Mexico or Nevada or something like that. I think it was New Mexico, maybe Arizona, I can't remember. Anyway, he bought this huge bunch of land there where he was going to have these 100, like 13 to 15 year olds to impregnate with his sperm so that he was going to create a new era of genetically superior Jews with a mushroom cut little cock, which is what apparently he had. So, you know, th these are extremely evil people. The level of evil of these people, of people like Hillary Clinton and the Podestas, it's difficult for normal humans to comprehend what kind of evil these people are. It's never been difficult for me because I've been exposed to certain realities of life that most human beings are not. And, you know, there's proof of this in that when I was 25, 26, I started writing a novel on the basis of these kind of people you know, having a good guy that was funded, that was financed by, you know, a random billionaire that had the money to take some of these scumbags out. And um, a little bit, there's a, there was a film that was done recently with the guy whose name was, is it Ryan Gosling? The guy who did Green Lantern, where he's like this billionaire who just like becomes anonymous and then funds these five or six guys to like take out bad people. That'd be ideal. I mean, if there's a fucking Russian billionaire out there that, you know, wants to do some good in the world, just get in touch, you know. <laughs> I know some people. I might want to be one of them myself, you know. Kind of bored of my job. <laughs> <coughs> right. Let's see. Man Huge goes, I heard there is a new deadlier strain of COVID in Sweden. Must be a new phase of the New World Order's Great Reset Plan. Yeah, that's it. You know, the, the biological weapons are a thing. 
Holy Ram says, beyond fear and hope makes sense as a meditative question. What is there for a Catholic beyond hope and fear? Well, God. If you're a Catholic, what need have you of hope or fear? We're not given to a spirit of fear. If you're on God's side, no matter what happens to your body, your soul is with God. You might go in purgatory for a long time, like some of us, but, you know, you're on the safe side. So what do you need to worry about? No mask in public transport slash building is 135 euro fine here. Uh, yeah, in the UK, uh, you, you can be exempt. And, you know, you got to wear your little badge like a Jew saying that you're exempt. But you don't need a doctor's note. As it happens, I do have a doctor's note. Um, so I am completely, fully, 100% exempt. But, uh, yeah, you know, we baguette. Be as innocent as doves and as wise as serpents. You gotta play the game, but the thing is, you also gotta resist. You also gotta fight. You gotta find a way. Otherwise, you're gonna say, "Oh well, I don't want to pay 135 euro fine." How many police are there in the UK, in England, and Wales? There's 135,000 policemen. There are something like eight million men aged between 22 and 45. Do the maths. Why do people end up in gas chambers if there ever were gas chambers, which I believe probably there weren't. I used to believe there were. I think probably there weren't. Why do people end up in concentration camps? Because three guys with machine guns can round up 10,000 people. But there's 10,000 people. If those 10,000 people all rush the three guys with machine guns, guess what? Maybe some of you die. Almost certainly some of you die. But so do the three guys with the fucking machine guns, you know? Uh, Alexander Solitsyn in, in um, Gulag Archipelago explained how they burned, all the people that were in the Gulag, how they burned thinking, fuck, if only we had been brave, if only we hadn't been such cowards, if only every time that one of these Stasi motherfuckers tried to fig, you know, tried to talk on us or, or they went knocking on the door, instead of hiding there, we fought back. So that every time one of these like operatives of the states, every time they left home, they had to wonder whether their home would be burnt to a cinder when they came back, whether they would survive the day. We wouldn't be in this situation. We only got to this situation because we're cowards. Now, the sad truth and reality of the fact is that most human beings are complete fucking cowards. And nobody wants to be the first guy that, you know, gets chopped down. I get that. But... At some point, you gotta have a line. A four-year-old asked me why they don't have masks in the cartoons. Sad. Exactly. A four-year-old doesn't know anybody. It's like, oh fuck, everybody's wearing a mask. Imagine that child learning that having a mask is how you know what life is. Kevin Duggan, oh, we might have a gamma alert here, says gamma is a brainwave of contemplative thought. Now you Dude, stop. A gamma friend of mine, uh, Sylvester goes, a gamma friend of mine got a Russian girlfriend. When will it blow up? Oh, minutes, I would expect, unless he's really wealthy. Uh, then it might be a bit longer, uh, and she'll take him for everything he owned. Kevin Duggan says, it's basically a phone war between the sketchy Hewitt and Dr. Evil phone Ericsson. Yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, it is... 
Simon Dampity says, my apologies, Kurgan. This last month has been crazy for me. I'm definitely still up for it. Okay, ping me an email then. It's been double crazy for me, dude. And Kevin says, phone her way versus Ericsson war. Sorry, typo. Ericsson is super evil. Pick a different Swedish Nokia. Any are better up. I don't know. They're, they're all fucking same. Ben Evans says, was the dropping dead in China video not part of a PSYOP to make us overreact and shut down the economy? Yeah, and, and the Chinese are quite willing to kill a 10 million people of their own people just to, you know, get to, to achieve their aim, so. <laughs> Aris Pisano says, have you ever studied Jiddu Krishnamurti's work? Yes, I have. Um, it's substandard pablum compared to Catholicism. My surface thought, says Wooly Ram, is that being fear and hope, beyond fear and hope, I guess he's trying to say, we have love and duty. I wouldn't even say that. Uh, again, if you're Catholic, you're assured that you're on God's team. What need have you of fear or, or hope? I, I would like the Russians say. When you slit the throat of somebody to be efficient, you must have the same sensation like when you drink the tea. Pretty much. Ryan Reynolds. Maybe. I don't I'm I'm horrible with names. Uh, I thought it was Gosling, but maybe I'm wrong. And Kevin says, we have live music and dancing in Central Texas currently in the... In the mayor knows. You need to take out Ericsson. No, dude. You want to take out Ericsson? You go right ahead. That's your that's your fight. Don't put it on me. You you go for it. If only we could convince Gammas to be in the first rank. Oh, you you'll never do that. They're cowards beyond anything else. They're first and foremost cowards. Um, gammas are never on the front lines, um, you know, unless you push them there at the point of a pitchfork and uh, use them to protect the sandbags after you've shot them. That's that's the only use that gammas have. Weibo says, are communication companies evil because of an intrinsic property or simply due to spy agencies taking control of them? Oh. Early on, probably funding them in the first place. Uh, all of the above, who knows. Supposedly 21 million phones were deactivated in Wuhan. Yeah, I can easily believe that. And you got 2 billion people, what's, what's 21 million? Heh. You know, like Stalin says, kill one person, it's a murder. Kill a million, it's a statistic. <laughs> and LS16 says we could tie the gammas to the sandbags in Roblox of course my daughter loves Roblox and she's going to teach me how to play it because um, you know when she told me she liked that shit like a couple of years ago I was like okay I'm going to try and download it and figure out how to play so maybe we can play together I spent about four hours on a Saturday trying to figure that fucking game out and all I could do was create a little dude who managed to change his hat I literally couldn't leave the room. I don't know. It, I'm probably retarded, but I don't know. That that game was just beyond me. Well, 
friends, enemies, and gammas, I uh, think I'm going to say goodnight. Hmm. And Kevin says that Ericsson is not the same. They have even worse intentions than Huawei. Worse than the worst. Communists understand these companies are the new government. Uh, well, whatever, dude. You know, do something about it. You know so much, do something about it. You brought it up, so you volunteered. Well, uh, I'm afraid to say that we haven't got our one down vote from the usual um, pathetic little man, who apparently has grown a beard of late. But, um, haha, Kurgan, Roblox stream. The subscribers will rush in. <laughs> well, maybe if my daughter teaches me how to do it, I, I will Roblox stream. Yeah. Good night all. Thank you very much for uh, being here and um, helping me entertain you and entertaining me too. I appreciate it. And uh, have yourselves a good night. I will hopefully have a little stream with you guys before Christmas. But if not, have a Merry Christmas and a very happy beginning to the year 2021. Good night.